Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hello, this is Andrew Gorman. Last week, we published a case note entitled The Real Possibility of a Conflict of Interest Between an Insurer and Its Insured Will Justify Joinder Under Section 79 of MACA. A long title to be sure, but it certainly tells you what the case note is about. The relevant case is the Court of Appeal decision in Insurance Australia Limited and Dent. Listeners will find a link to the case note on our website. The circumstances of the accident were quite extraordinary. In general terms, the claimant was driving home and got out of his car to assist the insured. The insured assaulted the claimant outside the vehicle. The insured drove off in the claimant's car while the claimant was attempting to get back into his vehicle. There was a genuine issue regarding whether the claimant's injuries were caused by the initial assault or by the use or operation of a motor vehicle. The CTP insurer declined to indemnify the insured driver, that is the carjacker, for the injuries caused by this initial assault. You can read all the details in our case note, but the Court of Appeal ultimately held that Section 79 of MACA permitted the insurer to be joined to the proceedings where its interests conflicted with the insured. That's a fascinating decision in itself, but it's not the point of this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. You see, after we published our case note, we received a very astute inquiry from a prominent subscriber to our podcast series, Belinda Cassidy. Belinda asked what an insurer does under Maya and who resolves disputes, one, in a statutory benefits claim, and two, in a common law claim. Mercifully, the second part of the question is easy. Section 6.18 of Maya mirrors Section 79 of MACA. Specifically, Section 6.18 provides an insurer may apply to the court to be joined as a party to legal proceedings brought against a defendant who is insured under a third-party policy with the insurer in order to argue that in the circumstances of the case it has no obligation under the policy to indemnify the defendant. The words are identical to Section 79. Indeed, for true CTP historians, the words in Section 6.18 of Maya not only mirror Section 79 of MACA, they are also identical to those in Section 47A of the Motor Accidents Act of 1988. So the power to join an insurer to court proceedings to argue that it has no liability to indemnify its insured has been around for several decades and lives on in Maya. To answer the second part of Belinda's question, the situation in the common law field is no different under Maya as it is under MACA. If there is an indemnity issue, the common law claim will be exempted from DRS, C7.34 of the Act and Clause 14, brackets little e, of the regulations, and the court will decide whether the circumstances warrant the insurer being joined. But what about the first part of Belinda's question? What happens if the insurer denies indemnity to its insured in the statutory benefits arena? In other words, if the injured person in the dent claim was claiming statutory benefits under Meyer, how would the insurer deny indemnity and how would the indemnity dispute be resolved? The first point in answer to the question 
is to recognise that statutory benefit claims are not made against the insured owner or driver, they are made against the relevant insurer. As such, indemnity and liability issues tend to be rolled up together. In general terms, if the injury or death was caused by a single vehicle accident, the relevant insurer is the insurer of that vehicle. If there is more than one vehicle involved, then the relevant insurer is the insurer of the vehicle which is most at fault. An insurer would, however, only accept liability as the relevant insurer if it accepts that the injury giving rise to the stat benefits claim was caused by a motor accident. Let's use the circumstances in Dent to illustrate the practicalities. To recap the circumstances, the injured person got out of their vehicle to assist another person. The other person assaulted the injured person before getting into the injured person's vehicle. The injured person was further injured when the other person drove off. Given that there was only one vehicle involved, the injured person would assert that the insurer of that vehicle, being their own vehicle, is the relevant insurer. If that insurer, however, wanted to argue that the injury was caused by the assault and that any treatment or time off work was not caused by a motor accident, the insurer would simply serve a Section 6.19 notice denying liability to pay statutory benefits. This is what I meant by the indemnity issue and the liability issue being rolled up into one issue because statutory benefit claims are made against the insurer, not the insured. The last remaining aspect of Belinda's intriguing question is who resolves the indemnity dispute within the statutory benefits arena? Well, clause three brackets little b of schedule two to the act provides that whether death of or injury to a person has resulted from a motor accident is a miscellaneous claims assessment matter, which can be referred to DRS for resolution. I trust that fully answers the questions posed by Belinda Cassidy in response to our case note on IAL and DENT. Many thanks, Belinda, for your engagement. If any other listeners of the Proper Lookout podcast or of any readers of our McCabe Kerwood case notes have any curly questions or intriguing insights, we'd love to hear from you. We'll do our best to address the questions you raise. Until next time, many thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.